Thank you for joining us on another fabulous episode of Popcorn for Breakfast with your co-host, Kirk. Hello, hello. I am your other co-host, Cam, and we are back. We are back, baby. We had a week off while I was getting some R&R, doing some rest and relaxation down in Lucky. Orlando. Yeah, I know. I feel kind of bad. Usually when we take vacations, it's usually like with the whole family. So, right. So you would be involved, Kirk, but not this time. I left you in the dust. I was like, peace. How dare you? I honestly didn't even know that you were going on vacation until the day before. And I was like, <laughs> wait, how did... I was like, Aubrey, uh, wh- why have I missed every conversation about this? She's like, oh, he's talked about it. They haven't kept it a secret. I was like, well, they kept it a secret from me. <laughs> yeah, that was intentional. You're like, listen, <laughs> don't mention it around Kirk, okay? Like, just don't. You knew it would break my heart and uh, that I would stow away in your suitcase and you didn't want to pay the extra baggage fees for that. So I get it's it. True. I get it. It's true. It's true. But it was good. It was good. It was uh, It was COVID Disney. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth. I, I would say yeah. that in general, my, my hope for humanity um, – is all but gone at this point, just because I think that n- not not necessarily because of COVID, but just whatever comes next to take us out, I think it'll get us. Um, I just think, oh. <laughs> and the the reason is that like, so people pay tons of money to go into Disney World, right? So you'd think like you're there, you paid lots of money to be there. Um, there's very simple rules. Do you think you would follow them? You know, they've mm-hmm. got like things in every line six feet apart please stand behind this line and wait until the party in front of you it literally says please wait here and people couldn't do it they could not do it they didn't i think they wanted to but i think they were just too stupid to do it i don't know (laughs) um and i'm like listen whether you believe in what whether you are a, a plandemic person or a pandemic person it's not hard to follow that rule like just don't get kicked out of the park that you spent a bunch of money to be in. I don't know. I I just could not wrap my head around that. I was like, we are better than this as, as a group of people, right? Like we, we can adhere to simple instructions you would think, but now I don't, I I don't think so. I mean, I remember when everything first went down and uh, people were posting memes of the grocery store, you know, at the grocery store where they have large cart, small cart, and they were all mixed up and they said, I have no hope at this point. (laughs) I know it's like, these things are not hard. It's not even a matter of what you, are choosing to believe it's just a matter of like there are certain rules that you are expected to follow if you pay to be somewhere i don't know it was crazy you know there's something to say about thanos and uh getting rid of half of the population he gets rid of the right Uh. half (laughs) no we won't go there we won't go there um but no it was good I'm, i'm not gonna lie it was good the disney magic was still well intact if you're into that sort of thing which i am um so if you're not who are you i don't know i know uh uh kudos kudos to uh disney for doing their thing um it was it was pretty good we've got a packed show because we've been out for over a week and (laughs) this industry we talk about all the time kirk it never stops never stops so we gotta stop never stopping we got a boogie we've got a couple things going on for those of you watching on the stream thank you for being here with us as always for those of you listening in the podcast you are going to hear the first half of this episode, which is um, what's popping. We're going to talk about all the big news. And then the next episode, which will drop on Friday, we will have our review of Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan, one of the best, one of the best young actors of our, of our time. So that'll be a fun one to review. Um, if you're watching the stream, you get all that at once. So 
lucky you. But we have a ton to get to. And Kirk, I think you have a game too. So, I mean, we got no time to waste. We, we need to get to it. Let's, let's pop it up, shall we? Let's do it. I'm going to try something new this week. What? I'm going to lay some music underneath our what's popping. <gasps> I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I'm just feeling it. I need a, little, need a little groove. If anybody is watching on the stream and you're like, this is too loud, let me know. Because um, I can always, I can do my audio magic for the podcast afterwards, but not for the stream. Those guys are getting it. They're getting whatever, whatever we have. Um, oh, I got a comment. Good. There we go. Perfect. That's what I need. I need the instant feedback. <laughs> That's why we do this. Thank you, guys. Um, okay. Man, Kirk, it's like I don't even know where to start, but there's a lot going on. There's a okay. lot going on. So first of all, let's talk about this. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association is having a meltdown of biblical proportions at this at this moment. For those of you who are not initiated, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is the organization that votes on and hosts the Globes every year, uh, the Golden Globes, which we just had um, back in February, March. Mm. Um Right before the Golden Globes happened this year, it was revealed that there are no black members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. And that, uh, you know, as one would expect, did not go over particularly well with the, um, the, the public and with the actors who are getting awards and the studios that are working with them. And the bloodbath just started. Netflix cut ties with them. Amazon cut ties with them. Um, studios started cutting ties and finally NBC said, you're off the air. You're off the air. Uh, 2022 Golden Globes will not be aired on NBC. Um, even though the Hollywood Foreign Press Association has committed to sweeping reform, um, it's it's too little too late. And so they need to make big changes um, because, listen, I, and, and we should get into this, Kirk. I mean, I'm one of these guys who is like, if you if you hire the most qualified people or like get the most qualified people diversity will happen so the fact that there is zero zero members that are black in the hollywood foreign press association in 2021 is pretty shocking what was your reaction to this news and do you agree with nbc's decision yeah i i think it's a it's a good decision to drop out on that because what in the world (laughs) Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, why has that not been uh, addressed sooner than this? Uh, you know, I- I'm thankful for all the big social movements that have been happening because it really has given us an opportunity to know things that really should have been known a long time ago instead of like kind of pushed to the side and, and brushed under the rug. So I think it's a good decision to just drop out on it. And there are some big, big things happening with uh, with the actors standing up for it as well. We heard about Tom Cruise giving back yeah, three of his, his awards. awards back. That's right. Huge, huge, awesome stuff happening. So I'm for it. I'm for it. And here's the and this is where I land. And, and I get it. Like when people people say, well, just hire, you know, just bring on the most qualified people. And it's like, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I don't think you should just be like, this person is black and so they should be in the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. But right. it's 2021. You cannot tell me that there is not a single qualified black person to be in the Hollywood Foreign Press. That's outrageous. And and that's that's when it gets messed up because that's clearly singling people out and lead and excluding people based on their background and their race. And that is the definition of racism. So I, I, I agree. I, I'm for this. Um, and 
you know, kudos to NBC. They were like, listen, we know that the Hollywood Foreign Press is trying to make changes and we stand behind them. We've worked with them for a long time and we care about this relationship. And once those changes have been made, we'll reconsider. So they're not they're not shutting the door. They're just saying, like, listen, this has to happen. So um, right. it's big news. I hate the Golden Globes anyway. Maybe maybe there's a reason for that. I think they're the worst award show in the world. So um, I'll I'll be thankful for the break and then maybe they will come back better. That's that's my hope, at least. We can only All right. Hope. We can only hope. Fingers crossed. Okay. Ooh, where to go next? Should I stay on the downer news? I think I'm going to stay on the downer news. I got one more. Get rid of the down stuff and then let's go up. Let's, up, let's up. go up on a high note. Joss Whedon, man. This guy is taking <laughs> oh, it dude. in the teeth. In that Justice League movie, I don't know what you want to call it. The Whedon cut, the original cut. I don't know. The original Justice movie, the theatrical <laughs> cut just becomes seeming somehow more of a dumpster fire with each passing day. I mean, we're like four years past when it released in theaters and there are still stories coming out about this movie. I cannot believe it. Most recently, Gal Gadot went on an Israeli television network and let the people know that Joss Whedon on the set of Justice League threatened her career and uh, basically said if she didn't do something that he wanted in the in the movie that he would make her career terrible and miserable and so um that's where we're at and this is after all the ray fisher allegations against joss whedon and jeff johns we had the buffy the vampire slayer uh cast right. allegations against joss whedon so uh i'm starting to think we're not going to be seeing much of joss whedon going forward kirk what about you no, I think he's going to crawl into a hole for several years, uh, as he should, as he should. Uh, I, I just don't understand, like, why why is it so prevalent in the entertainment industry? Or is it it's just easier to see it there than anywhere else, you know, than, than your everyday Joe Schmo jobs, you know, because they're on a pedestal, they have fame and fortune. I just, I can't imagine being in that industry and letting that fly, um, being complicit to it, but... Then again, there are cults, and uh, you know the That's entertainment right. industry is basically uh, built built into that kind of like mindset, and you have to follow certain rules. But now, thank goodness, people are waking up, and they can change the rules. So that is exciting. Yeah, I agree. And and here's the thing: this is, and, and I would normally not react to allegations. I I am like very much an innocent until proven guilty person. There's a reason that we have that system, and I don't want to I don't want to knee jerk react to anything. But if you look at this situation particularly, what does Gal Gadot or Ray Fisher have to gain by talking about Joss Whedon? Nothing. They have everything to lose, actually, if if uh, this doesn't go their way. So that's why I'm in, I'm inclined to believe it. And you know, you've got the Buffy people, you've got the DC people. Like this is starting to become a snowball effect. And so with that happening, and with it being people who are already in a situation of prominence and have nothing to gain at all from this, um, you start to believe it. You start to believe right. it. So um, I think uh, may, perhaps rightfully so, we might not be seeing much of Joss Whedon going forward. So we'll keep an eye on that situation. Um, yep. All right, that's the that's the crappy stuff. Let's do the fun stuff. Can we do the fun stuff? Please, please, let's do the fun stuff. Here's what I think is really fun. This is, this is maybe the funnest thing that has come out over the last week is Knives Out 2 casting has begun. And Ooh. we've got two big names joining Daniel Craig in the sequel to Knives Out, which 
if you remember correctly, will go to Netflix. It is there. They own the rights to it. So we already knew Daniel, Daniel Craig's reprising his role of Benoit Blanc, our star detective. But joining the cast, just announced this week by Deadline, we've got Dave Bautista of, of Drax, Guardians of the Galaxy fame, and uh, none other than Edward Norton of oh, Fight Club and American History X and tons of other, Birdman, tons of other great movies. Those two guys are joining the the fray. What do you think about this casting news, Kirk? Dude, I was just talking about how good Edward Norton is and oh, doesn't man. give enough credit because doesn't. I've never seen him in a bad role despite the movie being good or not. He's always just so committed and so in there. I mean, even the greats, and I say this with pain, uh, even the greats like Leo DiCaprio have had a couple of performances that weren't in line with the with the power of the movie or the writing and yep. edward norton continues to invent himself and and shape himself and is always fascinating to watch because he's such a strange person most most of all so that above all makes me super excited about knives out too wasn't the biggest fan of knives out it was still fun it was still good not in my top 10 of, of anything but I don't know. Maybe this could be one of those rare gems where we see the sequel outshining the original. Yeah, I think I think my take on Knives Out, I think it gets better with every viewing, actually. I think for me, it was just the payoff was a little too predictable. Um, and some people disagree. That's why it's interpretive. But we have a, we have a comment that says, The Hulk 2? Yes, The Hulk 2. <laughs> I thought he was great in The Hulk, actually. It wasn't a great movie. But to, right. your, to your point, Kirk, Edward Norton, man, he just brings it on every performance. And he has range like nobody's business. He can do all kinds of different roles. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say he's the killer. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's the killer in Knives <laughs> Out too. I just like, you don't cast Ed Norton if he's not going to be the killer. I don't know. I'm calling it right now. Also, Dave Bautista. First of all, Dave Bautista and Daniel Craig have already shared the screen once in uh, a Bond movie, Spectre, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, briefly, they way underutilized Dave Bautista in that movie. But uh, um, Dave Bautista is a bona fide actor at this point. I don't want to hear any of this x ufc whatever he he's legit he's legit um and i'm excited to see him in this role so hoping that more casting news will be coming out soon because we know that this is going to be a big cast with lots of different actors and it's going to be so fun so i cannot wait for knives out too let's go all right next up we got a trailer for Venom 2. Venom, let there be carnage. We got a full-length trailer just dropped yesterday. Um, We got a little bit of Woody Harrelson. We got some Tom Hardy. We did not get any Spider-Man tie-ins, which I think people were expecting. But what did you think of the first full-length trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Kirk? You know, I thought I hated the first, like, 30 seconds. It's like two and a half minutes. I hated the first 30 seconds. I thought <laughs> it was too campy. Uh, the vo- the voice, I was like, oh, no, what happened? What happened to, to Tom Harmy- Hardy's or Harmy, whatever you want to call Whichever, him? Whichever, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's his alter ego. He's actually doing the voiceover <laughs> work in the first 30 seconds of the trailer. The, his... His voice work was super campy uh, in a very campy campy scene, but then as it went on, I was like, mm, "Okay, okay, suck me in a little bit, be- a little bit more. I can, I can do this, man." I got to tell you, I still think there should be 
an Academy Award for trailer cuts for editors for trailers yeah, because those people are geniuses. They get people into some of the worst movies. Uh, not that this will be the worst movie, but I'm just saying didn't have a it's strong an start. <laughs> yes. Uh, one thing that I did not like uh, is I did not like the um, what how Carnage, they show Carnage very briefly yeah. uh, in this. And I thought he looked almost like a cardboard cutout. So I don't understand... <laughs> Did they spend all the money on Venom? I don't know what happened there, but it looked pretty, pretty cool, pretty, uh, pretty uh, spectacular uh, imagery there. We'll chalk that up as the VFX not being done. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I know we're we're coming up on it. We got a September release date as my as I look at my watch, which I'm currently not wearing. Um, yes, yes. But we we've got a September release date, so I would hope that they're they're pretty close to being done. I mean, my take on this is it's about what I expected. I think it looks. Okay, I, I have a hard time with Venom because I feel like Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock is a miscast. I, I don't yeah. know that that's much of a fit. Woody Harrelson, uh, um, I don't know, man. They fixed the wig, which is good because it yes. was atrocious. It was <laughs> atrocious before. It was embarrassingly bad. Um, so his hair looks a little bit better. But I agree, like his intro, the whole like... Eddie Brock missed you so much that like that bothered me a little bit. I don't know, but it got better as the trailer went on. They used one by the Beatles, which is an elite trailer song. Uh, yes. It, it does not miss. Um, so they rounded it out nicely. So I, I'm excited for it. All I have to say is announce Tom Holland, announce Tom Holland. You cowards. We know that he's in this movie. <laughs> you just, know, I, I've got a feeling, you know, like what if, what if he's not in this movie, but what if Tobey Maguire is in this movie? Because of course we saw Venom in Spider-Man three, you know, and what if, what if we get back to the time warp to the big battle with him and the Sandman? And that is where the portal has ripped open and worlds collide come on could be come Did on you see the reddit sleuths are already all over that man they've got uh at one point um i can't remember the actor's name oh i hate this he's got a he's got a newspaper pulled up and it's the daily bugle okay. it's the daily bugle logo from the toby Maguire spider-man trilogy oh man so people are like they were the leo leo meme you know like <laughs> oh this is it this is this is the tie-in i don't know i mean the Sony Spider-Verse is so messy at this point. Hopefully it won't be for much longer. So I'm not going to read too much into that, but I'm totally predicting Tom Holland appears in a, some sort of in credit scene or something like that. I don't know that like for them to do two, two Venom movies without a Spider-Man tie in. There's no freaking way. There's yeah. just no way. I mean, it's, it's, it's Spider-Man and it's Venom. Like you can't, you can't do two movies without him. So, um, we shall see. We shall see. We but shall. you have my we attention, shall. Venom. Let there be carnage. You definitely have my attention after that trailer. So we will uh, be ready to see that one in September. Speaking of release dates and speaking of superheroes, we got a huge MCU Phase 4 hype video last week that previewed all of the MCU Phase 4. Um, it had clips from like, clips and images from some of the new movies it had um you know lots of different release dates and all kinds of stuff so we're gonna break it down now basically mcu phase four is all but finalized at this point they have said mm -hmm. and, and for those of you who are not familiar as close to the marvel stuff there so marvel does movies in phases that are generally like 
one to three years nowadays. So this phase began in 2021 and will end at the end of 2023. That's phase four. Um, the original movies from Iron Man, which came out in 2008, all the way to Endgame um, were three phases. So just to give you a sense of kind of like how many movies we're talking about here. But let me pull up this image real quick because we've got phase four totally announced here. Um, and we got some new title treatments as well because we had previously not had subtitles or um, additional titles for the new Captain Marvel movie or the Black Panther movie. Both were yes. just being called Black Panther 2 and Captain Marvel 2. Well, now that has been put to rest as we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the is the new name. There he is. There's there's Is that T'Challa? Yes. There he is, the Funko Pop. <laughs> Kirk's got it on lockdown. We got so it's Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the title of Black Panther 2. And then Captain Marvel 2 is just called The Marvels. And if you can yes. see closely on that image, there are two little things they've they've snuck in there, which is a Monica Rambo logo as well as uh, the Miss Marvel S. So we know that that movie will feature all three of our different Captain Marvel characters. Miss Marvel, uh, which is uh, Kamala Khan, Captain Marvel, which is Brie Larson slash uh, Carol Danvers, and then Monica Rambeau. So, That's right. Um, and then we also got announced that we got uh, release dates for Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Ant-Man, Quantumania, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which will release... Um, let me pull up all these release dates for you real quick. So, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever will come out July 8th, 2022. The Marvels 11-11-2022. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania 2-17-2023. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. And Fantastic Four was included in the hype video, but with a to-be-announced date. So, we do not have a release date for Fantastic Four, but we can assume that it will be sometime in 2023, probably in the back half of that year. Um, and so there's our phase four. It includes Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternal, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Ant-Man Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and Fantastic Four, and... All of the TV shows, which I'm All not going to name because that will take forever. <laughs> Let's go. We start with. <laughs> um, but yeah. Did you see? Did you see what people have done with uh, the Fantastic Four logo? That it's a troll by Marvel. They have the four, and then they have a Captain America shield behind it, being Captain oh, America lol. four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they're trolling us like, ah, gotcha. So. <laughs> I don't know if the, if they'll do that. That's pretty cruel, but they have done some cruel things in the TV series. So <laughs> we will also see on that. We will see. Uh, it is worth noting that both Captain America 4 and Blade, which are the only two other announced um, Marvel movies, were not included in this Phase 4. So right. the, those will be relegated to Phase 5, which... I think the one that surprised me surprises me just a tiny bit there is Blade, just because they announced it so long ago. But you have to remember the history with that. Mahershala Ali approaches Marvel and says, I want you to make a Blade movie. I want to be Blade. So they never had planned for it to go in here. So then they had to take time to kind of figure out, okay, where do we incorporate Blade? How do we 
do it. So it does make a little bit more sense that they're not slating it for phase four, even though we've known about it for a little while now. Yeah. And then Captain America four, we literally just found out about it because they couldn't announce it until after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Precisely. So it does make sense. It does. Look make at sense. that lineup, man. I know. Oh man, man. it's so it's crazy. It all kicks off. I mean, it's already kicked off if you count, uh, you know, WandaVision and, and all that stuff. But it all kicks off July 9th with Black Widow. And speaking of <laughs> 9th, uh, Loki got moved up from June 11th to June 9th also last week. Yes. Which, is, um, which means that they will be releasing on Wednesdays rather than Fridays, which is not cool. Don't throw off my vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel, I like having the Friday releases. It, so I don't know what they're doing there, but they have made the switch. Well, instead of staying up all night Thursday night and watching <laughs> it when it drops at 2 o'clock in the morning Central Time, you have to do that on Tuesday night going into Wednesday and be sleepy <laughs> for the rest for of the week. For the rest of the week. week, not just on Friday, for the rest of the week. Perfect. That's perfect. Yes, they just really want to test people and, and test the commitment, and I think they'll get it still. I think they will. Oh yeah, I'll be there. I'll, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm raring to go. June can't get here fast enough. I'm like, I'm having withdrawals because Invincible ended too, and so I've got nothing. I'm just, I'm just still plugging through the crown. That's Ooh. like all I've got. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, all right. You can come over to the dark side of watching all the '90s series with no, me. And no, no. There's ER. There's no. Wonder Years. There's Absolutely so many. Not. There's Felicity. There's Not alias stairs. That was the nineties. But Maybe still, there's alias. so many. You gotta do it. That's on Prime as well. Is that the nineties? No, it's the two thousands for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm out. I, I gotta <laughs> I, I, I'll stick with the new stuff. There's too much new stuff to watch anyway. It's true. Okay, I got two more for you, Kirk. One of them is super fun. One of them is not. Um, so I'm just going to go quick with the one that's not. I thought we were done with the downers. No, it's not a downer. It's just like, meh. So HBO Max, we, we've been talking about how there's going to be an ad-supported version of HBO Max coming out. We knew this was coming. Um, the only announcement we've gotten is that it's going to be $9.99 a month for HBO Max with ads. And I they had been saying summer, but like we're kind of there. <laughs> we're like almost yeah. in summer. So I don't really know when that's rolling out. But I, I understand that there were some difficulties with creating an ad-supported version because all of the HBO shows are made without ads. So you Correct. have to find places to squeeze in those ads without cutting people off mid-sentence. I don't know. Um, they should have thought about that before they did this, but here we are. So what do you think about that price point, Kirk? Too much? Too little? What's what's the word there? Uh, I mean, I guess it's probably in line with Hulu's you know tiered pricing as well. I just want to make sure that my... Uh, my HBO Max subscription doesn't get affected <laughs> or price hiked. It will not. It will not. Cool. We have the real one. Oh, did Perfect. I say we? Oh. I mean, I have the real one and you have the real one. What? That's right. We each have <laughs> the real one. Nobody tell AT&T, okay? Just keep it, keep it hush. Keep just it zipped. Just bleep out the last 30 seconds. People just like, something, <laughs> some kind of technical something glitch weird happened. When, yeah, I don't know what happened there. In that episode. All right. The last one is fun, and we don't ever talk about this stuff, but this is a special circumstance, Kirk. This okay. is big. Benifer is back, baby. Benifer Dude. is back. Ben Affleck and J-Lo, they 
are spending some time together. They went, they were both involved in a program called Vax Live, which I don't even know what that is. It had something to do with like trying to raise vaccine awareness, which sure. Um, they were both involved in it separately. And then afterwards, they they scooted off to Montana to spend some time together, uh, which is not something that people who have been broken up for a long time typically do. So I think it's, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm pretty sure Benifer's back. You know, what What else can Ben Affleck do? He was with a Jennifer and then with another Jennifer. That's and right. now he's without a Jennifer. So he's got to go back to one that he was with for a long time. Both freshly off the market uh i guess mo- most recently of course j-lo uh and is it is it a uh, a rod who is it yeah a rod yes and i mean everything old is new again it's That's like right. why did we even spend the last <laughs> 25 years moving in time because we're back in the same place it's insane. yeah it's like when you watch a basketball game and they get to like 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter and it's like tied you're like I wasted two hours of my life. I could have just <laughs> right. started here. <laughs> right, right. It's absolutely insane. And, you know, I I, I jested online that maybe they're riding Geely 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it is. It's a rider's retreat. Yes, they're, they're like, you know what? I got it. I got it. I can fix it. I can fix the timeline. We're going to do this, this, and this. And I think that we could really hit a home run because, I mean, why not? I mean, why the heck not? Let's just see what happens. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we'll, we, I don't know, maybe we'll keep you posted. We don't really do the tabloid stuff, but this is so funny and so awesome. Um, Though TMZ reporting today that Ben Affleck first reached out to JLo back in February when she was still with A-Rod. So that is shady business. Shady indeed. Um, I think um, as far as the, as far as the better matchups go, I think it should have been him and Jennifer Garner. I think they just, they, they just fit better as a family together. I don't know why. That's yeah. just how I see it. That's how yeah. I see it. It's true. And I hope one day that they will get remarried, even though they're divorced. It's my yeah. hope and goal. Let's just, I mean, we can dream for it. We we don't know anything about these people, so we can... It, it, all that matters is how we perceive things. That's all, exactly. that's all, that, that's all that matters. We don't know what's exactly. going on behind the scenes. All right. Well, that's the fun one. We'll keep... We'll, we'll do Benifer Watch, just like Panda Watch from... Benifer Man. Watch. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted there. Um, but that's all we got for What's Poppin' this week. It was a lot, but it wasn't like it wasn't like too much. You know what I mean? It was just, no. It was good. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like three hours uh, of reading uh, the the newspaper of. Now we saw Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I could have gone longer with it, but I just wanted to play the greatest hits. You know, just wanted to play play the top hits there. So yeah. All right, yeah. that's two weeks of news in thirty minutes. How do you like that? What's popping? Let's pop it up last one last time. Do it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Popcorn for Breakfast. Our executive producer is Ryan Spriggs, and our original music is by Rhetoric. You can check them out on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. We are on Facebook at Popcorn the Number Four Breakfast, as well as Twitter and Instagram at PFB underscore podcast. Check the description to find out how you can connect with us on Discord, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Twitch. If you like this episode, please subscribe, like, comment, rate, or review. And if you want more, you can find all of our episodes and videos on popcorn the number four breakfast.com. We'll see you next time. Yeah.